0: It is time for Truth Bombs on Better Buddies. Hello oh, and welcome back to Better Buddies. I'm your host RJ. With us this week, we've got Calvin. That's me. And after a few episodes away, James.
1: Hello, hello everybody.
0: No one's going to reply, James. It's an audio medium that's pre-recorded. I know,
1: oh, but hello, James. That See? Thank you, Calvin. Hello. <laughs> He's talking about me. I'm here for you. Thank you.
0: Our Better Buddies icebreaker this week. What's the worst weather incident you've been through?
2: Uh, what Define worst. Like, worst as in just se- severe, severe weather? Severe weather. Okay. So it doesn't have to be, necessarily have to be a bad situation. No. Because severe weather can be fun if you're safe. Yes. It is true.
0: Mine is tornado. Although, I suppose it would like, to be tornado-like areas.
2: it? Was, was that like a... Uh, Three months ago, Tornado? (laughs) Uh,
0: What was that? But it was all, it was the, specifically when I drove through it.
2: You drove through a tornado? Not recommended. (laughs)
0: Because that same three months ago, uh, right around August, I went out to a city that was about 30 minutes away to, like, go to a party for my friend's stepmom. It was just a big old party. I just invited a crap ton of people. Went, had a margarita. It was a good time. Uh, but I left to go to the movies again, half hour way back. And when I left, like it had been a rainy day, but like, it was like, whatever, just kind of a general crummy day. That's fine. And literally as I like plug in the address, plug in my music, hit go. And I'm like, just as I'm about to pull my car off the side of the street and drive away a notification dings on my phone and I go, that's fine. I'm driving. It's not that important. I'll look at it later. I get about seven minutes into the drive, and I hit a wall of water. Just a sheer wall of water. I'm like, okay, that's not fun, but I, I, I've driven through blizzards. This, this is fine. So I drive carefully for 20 minutes, get out to the other side. It clears up just as I get to the movie theater. I pull out of the parking lot, and I turn off my car, and I check my phone, and the notification was, Tornado warning for the town. You left. Wow. You survived. You're
1: basically a spacer.
0: So that, it's either that or the two years in a row that I drove through blizzards to go do nonsensical things like New Year's Eve parties or Dungeons and Dragons sessions.
2: I drove James and myself home from a New Year's party through a blizzard. Oh yeah, that was was the time. It wasn't that bad, but it was still... uh... Getting there was pretty rough, too, if I remember correctly. It, it was, was. like Getting there was pretty rough, and then we left. And I think it was a little bit better, but it was also still pretty bad. <laughs> oh, it, it was definitely... Uh, I, like, and this is not to say counter-signal,
1: I had full confidence in Kelvin's driving, despite what he might say right after this. But uh, <laughs> it was, <laughs> it's just one of those things where when you're in like one of those weather scenarios, you're like, fuck fuck. Anytime you see anyone's headlights coming at you during a
2: blizzard like that, you're like, please. And they only appear after like when they're like 50 feet in front of you and it's like, oh god. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Man, I hope I'm on the right side of the road. I hope they're on the right side of the road. (laughs) God willing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: Yeah, I think either that night we're talking about for driving through the blizzard was pretty rough. Um, I've been through some severe storms while camping. Those can be fun. Um what else? Uh, I was on a I was in a uh cabin on top of a mountain during the blizzard on Halloween night.
0: That's a choice. Spooky.
2: That was that was very spooky. And the bathrooms were located 150 like feet into the woods and it was like an outhouse.
0: Oh. So oh,
2: and and the cabin didn't have any heating besides the oven, the wood oven that we had to keep going. So, dude, it's just like the hateful, yeah. like did you do that thing where you
1: put down rope so you could follow it to the outhouse and back? So you weren't no, down?
2: I just wandered out there. <laughs>
0: Damn, <dude>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Probably
2: not the smartest idea.
0: No, no.
1: Hey, you're you're still here, so you must have yeah. done something right. Um, I would say for me, this wasn't like a, the worst weather event, but it it just sucked. Um, I was on this like one like canoe trip with the it, with this camp that i went to the summer of uh after my seventh grade year and uh it started raining it was like a really bad thunderstorm and we were like canoeing down uh this this river called the Namakagan so we'd stopped at this campsite we'd set up all our tents and stuff and uh, the counselors were like well it's thundering and lightning out right now so because there's metal in the tent poles uh, it's not safe for us to be in our tents just in case so we have to go like into the woods where there's like tree coverage and we have to sit and wait out the storm
2: we have to sit um, next to the bigger lightning rods so if we do get yeah. struck we know we're dead yeah and i was <laughs> yeah uh and i
1: wish i had uh had that kind of rationality of thought in the moment cuz i would have proposed uh that um but i didn't so we walked out we put on we had all like packed rain ponchos we walked out we literally just sat in the rain for like 2 hours um and i just got like fucking soaked and i was soaked within the first like hour and then having to sit for another hour and a half or so just in so- like soaking wet clothes um just sucked so that i would say that was my like worst weather incident
0: all right so i think this is proof that mother nature sucks and man is superior
1: nah she's great i nah. love mother Nature.
0: we 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 cannot be stopped by rain nor flood nor darkness we are the mail <laughs> host
2: not <laughs> yeah we are members of the usps yes no matter what the male must go through That's a- it's a pretty metal slogan, honestly, for them, like...
0: (laughs) Well, I swear to Christ, in driver's ed, they taught us that, like, if an ambulance, a fire truck, a police car, and a mail car all come to a four-way stop simultaneously, the post car has to go first because the mail must go through.
2: Yeah, that's, like, one of those antiquated laws. I believe my grandfather told me that story, too, that it used to be on, like, the Illinois driver's test, that, like, you actually had to know that. But like, yeah, no, it's it. I think that is actually one of those antiquated laws, which to be is fair, also crazy. How often
0: do all three of those, all four of those vehicles wind up at a four-way stop simultaneously? Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> also, and honestly, in my experience, you let the post, the postal truck go through because it's gonna go through no matter what. They they will run you down.
0: Well, the mail yeah, must dude, go through. Oh,
2: they gotta.
1: Yeah, I I remember hearing like an urban legend that supposedly, because obviously. Like it's a mail truck and as we've been saying, the mail must go through. But I heard supposedly that like, especially after um, Pearl Harbor, because supposedly like there was a telegraph or whatever that got stopped multiple times because like the the telegraph carrier, like the mail carrier was just kind of like kind of like puttering along and he got stopped by like traffic stuff. And the theory is, like, if he had gotten to, like, the the U.S. command on the island in time, uh, at least some forewarning could have been given. Um, But because that didn't happen, then Pearl Harbor happened in the way that it did. So, supposedly, like, the U.S. became even more strict, again, supposedly after that. But I think that's more of an urban legend than anything.
2: Yeah, I know there was. I'm I'm pretty sure there was a, like, telegram or a missive that said, like, hey— we think there might be an attack today that did arrive late.
0: Yeah, I was going to say I don't remember this scene the movie Midway so I don't think it happened. Uh
2: actually I think it did happen in the movie Midway. There was that guy that uh they that um I don't remember actors but he's the guy that starts in the movie he starts off the movie in Japan talking to like the ambassadors and then later he's yeah. in He's like the intelligence guy. I'm pretty sure he's the guy in the midway film that's like, Hey, I think there's gonna be an attack today.
0: <laughs> oh, he's definitely the one who like said I think there's gonna be an attack today and no one listened to him. I don't think there was a mailman who, like, in midway, he just cuts to the scene of a mailman sitting in traffic, he's like chatting oh, up to the yeah. person sitting out the sidewalk, <laughs> he's like, Yeah, I suppose I should get going. I got got a few more letters left to deliver.
1: How would you How'd you feel to be that mail carrier guy that you arrive at like the command post like right as the You'd attack is happening? You're just yeah. like
0: man. You would a lot never, of out you would never know day. it's your fault though, because you don't open the mail.
1: No, I know, but it would just be funny that he's like delivering that letter, and again, he's just like man. <sighs>
0: yeah, that's the a movie. lot of planes out today. <laughs> that's the movie that we need to see. Up. It's like the post. Of, it's like the apocalypse or Warfront or it's like Red Dawn or something. But the mail must go through, and you've just got one very determined postman who is slaughtering enemy grunt after enemy grunt in some action film flick and he gets to the end and he delivers like a single letter to a mailbox of a blown up house and he continues on to the next house
1: isn't that somewhat in in at least concepts the 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 premise behind the hit 1990s kevin costner movie the postman
0: i haven't seen it so i wouldn't know
1: i have an the Postman. About it, yeah, isn't it, isn't yeah. it like he's like a postman and like a dystopia or something like that? He just
2: uh, fail. Yeah, I mean, minor spoilers for the film, but he just kind of uses he he pretends to be a postman and then kind of turns into a real postman. <laughs> Hell yeah!
0: All right. Well, speaking of films, our next segment is Better Buddies Recommend, where we recommend a piece of media to enjoy. I'm going to start just to get us started off because I'm going to mm-hmm. recommend um, a. I can think of his name. It's on the tip of my tongue. Um, the director who did Nightmare Before Christmas, but he didn't actually direct it. It was, it was. um.
2: Oh, freaking. Tim yeah. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Yeah, there you go.
0: Uh, second Batman film. Uh, Batman Re- Returns. Yeah. Batman mm-hmm. Returns. With Danny DeVito as the Penguin and Michelle Pfeiffer as Cat One. No. He's Batman, <laughs> uh, Batman oh, it- is still Michael Keaton.
1: Okay, isn't Batman Returns the first in the Dark Knight trilogy?
2: No, Batman Begins. Oh,
0: Batman Begins. That's it.
1: Batman Returns. You're right.
0: Yeah, you're me, right. James. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I only bought a double DVD edition Batman and Batman Returns DVD set. Is that the one with Danny DeVito as the Penguin and Michelle Pfeiffer as the Catwoman?
1: Yeah. Like I just said? Yeah. I I totally I heard the Michelle Pfeiffer bit, I totally blocked out the dang DeVito one.
0: Well, James hell is, hell yeah. I guess James has taken me, don't listen to James, to a whole new level, where he's not listening to anything.
1: Nothing, ever, <laughs> in one ear, out the other, even for yeah, my the, own brain.
2: The, the, the saying is, don't listen to James, not don't listen, James. Come on, man.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> see, again, if I was capable of listening, I would have known. Oh, no, fair.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, so how did you like? I enjoyed it. I think I thought it was interesting. Um almost, kind of a little less Batman than I was expecting for a Batman movie.
1: It's Yeah, they really focus on the Penguin in that one, don't they? They're like both the villains.
0: Yeah, like Penguin and Catwoman get the majority of the focus of the film. And Penguin's whole f- like their origin story from in that is literally he's born defective to the point where I think the his mother screams and faints. The midwife faints. Or, like, the doctor, like, leaves immediately. The father walks into the room to, like, see what's going on and faints. <laughs> Everybody's just un- knocked unconscious by how awfully ugly this baby is. They don't even show you the baby. And wow, the, the next scene is he's in this, like, wooden box. There's just this, it's like Christmas time, and there's a wooden box with bars slits at the top. And it cat walks near it, and you see this flippered hand, like, reach out towards the cat, and the cat gets too close, and it pulls the cat in, and you hear just, like, meowing sounds as he's eating the cat.
1: <laughs> That's right. They, there's, like, multiple scenes of Danny DeVito eating, like, raw fish in that movie. Yeah. 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 Pretty cool.
0: Yeah, uh, oh, it's also got a, a the, he's, I want to say it's his dad, is played by Christopher Walken.
1: Oh, no way.
0: Yeah. Christopher Walken's the film,
1: dude. I remember too. I really love, um, I love the Danny Elfman score, um, in those movies. Like it's just iconic. the the score, it's so good. That that Batman theme is pretty awesome.
0: It's so um, iconic. They used it for the Lego Batman video games.
1: I wrote that's how I. It's been like embedded in my mind because I I used to have a Lego Batman video game for Xbox, and I would play it when I was in like middle school.
0: Yeah, um, nice. I don't really remember how the film ends too much. I just remember like he winds up dying, and the penguins kind of like feed him into the ocean.
2: yeah,
1: it's like a penguin funeral.
0: Yeah, like the penguins <laughs> hold a funeral for the penguin.
1: It's perfect. They're already dressed in suits.
0: And Catwoman oh, fakes her death, and then is like standing on top of a building, and that's it.
1: Villains, man. It's also funny, too, because as in Catwoman, like, uh, she starts out as literally, like, the kind of, like, mousy, like, homebody, like, li- a literal cat lady. Yeah. And then she, like, oh, she goes, like, insane. Um, and then she gets hot.
0: Well, it doesn't help that she gets thrown out a window.
1: Yeah, also that. She, she goes insane after her, like, mortifying injury.
0: But she's also got this weird, like, nine lives thing going on. Where, like, for whatever reason, she literally has nine lives that's funny don't really understand where that came from but it happened
1: I mean probably still better than the Catwoman movie with Halle Berry I've actually never seen that movie I've seen clips online but
0: Halle Berry accepted the Razzie in person so you know she was game for it
1: at least yeah you know what at least she has some kind of sense of conscientiousness about it good job Halle
0: but yeah, it's it's a good movie. I would recommend watching Batman first, just because I watched that again, too. And uh, Michael Keaton's really good in that, but Jack Nicholson as the Joker is fantastically fun. i a lot of never, music in the first one.
1: I've never seen that movie. I've never seen the first Batman.
0: There's like two instances where they bust out into like... like hip-hop. <laughs>
1: Perfect. How, how do you think like of Tim Burton's uh, it, it, like cast against the comics and other movies or just other stories even other like TV shows um how do you think of Tim Burton's like rendition of like Batman
0: I think his is good but I th- it's one of the things I did notice was uh, Michael Keaton introducing himself to the like petty criminals says I'm Batman and it reminded me of a quote from um uh, uh shit. Um, Catman in Fairly Odd Parents. Um, Adam West. Adam West had a quote <laughs> once where he says he was like, "Yeah, I don't have to say I'm Batman. People just know I'm the Batman." It was like, "You got a point."
1: So, are you are you doing this? Uh, are you going through Batman because you're studying up for uh, the new uh, the Batman
2: movie with? Uh, um, yeah,
0: isn't that coming the- out soon? That's coming out I soon. It's supposed to be the Riddler, and I think it could wind up getting really interesting if they actually follow the Batman Year One storyline that it seems to be based on. Because I can't remember. Well, the Batman the Year One storyline that they're basing it on is Riddler, or that I think they're basing it on, or at least taking elements from. Uh, Riddler shows up, wants to be challenged, and basically locks down the city for like a year. Nobody gets in or out. And there's a like you every day. There's a new riddle where someone can come and try and answer his riddle, and if they get it right, city's free. And does the riddle after three?
2: If for a whole year, nobody can get it right.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. To dude. be fair, if you get it wrong, you die.
2: So do oh. people just not try? Yeah, basically. Oh, wake.
0: Because uh, I remember there's one series where like there's a kid with a newspaper that <laughs> Batman runs into. And he's like, what are you doing, kid? And the kid's like, I'm trying to study up, see if I can answer this riddle. I'm um, nice. he's like doing word games to see if he can train his brain to compete. But yeah. That's my recommendation. Who wants to go next?
2: Uh I can go. <coughs> go for it. <laughs> yeah, you dying there.
0: Leave <laughs> him. I might be.
1: The podcast know, must going go enough. on. The podcast it will go on.
2: on. Uh uh, yeah, no. Um, I've been listening to a new band uh, that I've been quite enjoying—not my usual uh, music, but I've been quite enjoying them. Uh, they're called The Who.
1: Oh,
2: <laughs> hell <laughs> yeah! That? I was
1: literally—I was gonna make like a Led Zeppelin joke or something like that. Hell yeah! Yeah, right. they're
2: like this—they're this really cool. Uh, I don't know that you guys have ever heard of them. Who is? uh the who yeah i know i'm not doing this who's on first <laughs> joke? <laughs> but no what? uh the who yeah they're a uh mongolian heavy metal band oh hell yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> my favorite no fuck you're right there is another- you
2: think i'm joking i'm literally talking I about a mongolian real- heavy metal man oh, called the who I-
0: because they did a song for the uh the Star Wars
2: Fall in Order, yeah, Fallen they did Order a song game. for for uh, Star Wars Jedi Fall in Order, the video game. Um, and I heard that song, and as soon as I heard it, I was like, "This is awesome!" So I looked it up, and um, I've they only have one album out, which they need to get put out more because they're freaking awesome, and I've been loving their music. Question: Are these like the throat singer guys? Yeah. yeah.
0: Have you heard of the Who? What the who?
2: The W H O? Yeah, that's the. That's I what was I making you the were joke. about at first, yeah, I know that was the joke. <laughs> Thank so you for explaining it.
0: You're just. <laughs> you...
1: <laughs> it's not you a joke lied. if you make me. It's not a joke if
0: you make me feel stupid. <laughs> it's not a joke <laughs> if it's the truth.
2: This is also. Uh, fair. But yeah, so I would highly recommend them they're awesome it's like four guys that play like a mix of electric guitars and traditional Mongolian mu- uh, instruments as well as uh, like Mongolian throat singing and they sing in Mongolian uh, so uh, it just sounds awesome oh yeah dude it really does but yeah I would recommend their album it's called like Gelig G E L E G. Uh, I have no idea how to, or Gerig, excuse me, G-E-R-E-G.
0: And if you listen to their song from Jedi Fallen Order on Spotify, the playing bar is a lightsaber. Is oh, it that's, really? Yeah.
2: That's, that's I That's pretty that. cool. I, I, I listened on YouTube music.
0: I distinctly remember bringing this up one more, one time previously, and Calvin, you said you hated that.
2: Oh, I probably, I, you know, that does sound familiar actually, now that you say that.
0: But yeah, no, yeah. they're a great band.
2: I think I just hated it because it's like another example of Disney like sellout Star Wars stuff. Um, but oh, the band is awesome. What are you talking about? Disney has never done that. Calvin, Never.
1: dare da- da- excuse company. me
0: while I go buy my Star Wars apples.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, wait, give this man some time. He's got to go buy Star Wars apples. All right.
0: Star Wars brand apples and my Darth uh, Vader lettuce. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's my favorite. The sad thing is, I don't know if you're actually joking. It's happened. He's yeah, not. I figured it's real. Yeah.
0: What about you, James? Oh, yep.
1: Uh, I have a recommendation that I think I have like recommended before, but I'll rec- recommend it again because I watched it twice last week. Um, I'm gonna recommend Pulp Fiction, which is. Um, like a white girl recommending Starbucks in terms mm. of
0: <laughs> as, demographic. As a, as a young college, almost college-aged man who watches movies, yeah, that's pretty basic. i still know. never seen it. Really? What the fuck? Are you, sure? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> uh, we never watched it.
2: Never seen Pulp Fiction.
0: On the one oh, hand, I... go watch it. On the other, nah. it's a pretty common choice. Like, it's when people say, hey, who's your favorite director? The white man says Tarantino.
1: Dude, that movie is like, I, I, everything I'm going to say is going to sound like the most basic take because it kind of is, but that movie is like, I've seen it like seven or eight times now and it's literally just like, it's so good. It like It is so well done. Um, it, I, I'm like at a loss for words. It, it's just like, uh, like it's really difficult to find a movie, especially because it was only his second film. Um, Like he directed Reservoir Dogs and then he made Pulp Fiction. Um, And that'd be the equivalent of like somebody like, oh, I made the bow and arrow and then I made the atom bomb. Like it's like kind of an insane progression. Um, Just the way it's shot, like the way it's written, there are parts that are like really sloppy um and kind of like overdone but there are so many just fantastic scenes where it's like holy shit like he was one of the first people to make a movie kind of like this and so far like very few people have been able to match him on that level so
0: i think one of my favorite scenes from it is when near the end is who's the is that is bruce willis the bald guy or is it just a some bald actor
1: no, it's Bruce Willis.
0: When he t- takes the motorcycle, and the girls like, Where- "Where's Zed? Zed's dead." Love the rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good rhyme.
1: It's hit like the movie is like. The more you watch it, the more it definitely bears fruit on repeat viewings. Um, and it again, it's kind of like if you're talking about like basic like cinema. In my opinion, it's like s- starting from square one. But like, if you kind of can, in my opinion, like, uh, like consciously and readily dissect, uh, like, and talk about Pulp Fiction, for the most part, like, you're pretty much set because he basically like displays a masterclass in like storytelling. And if you're able to kind of learn from him in certain capacities, like, It Both learn, like, the things that he did well and the things he kind of, like, fumbled. You're golden. But I would say watch Pulp Fiction. Also, Uma Thurman is wonderful in that (laughs) film. And everyone should watch it because of her.
0: Eh. They also describe the, uh, they describe, (laughs) um, Phil Bill in the movie.
1: Oh, that's right. Oh, good old Kill Bill. Because she lists off all the
0: assassins and describes each of them. Yeah, dude.
1: You got to watch. If you like Uma Thurman and Kill Bill, you got to watch. She's in Pulp Fiction. She's great.
0: Yeah. So go
1: go watch that movie, everybody. Go watch a movie that's been out for almost 30 years and also has been like literally just tainted by generations now of like awful (laughs) film
2: students it's just awful like every other scene is like memes now
1: that's a problem is it's like the culture is like very much oversaturated with it Um, which is still kind of impressive given like its age Uh, but yeah like that is one of the biggest difficulties to like surmount is the fact that like it's just kind of ubiquitous.
2: Yeah,
0: and then go watch glorious Bastards, which for the longest time I thought was a '90s movie. Awesome! Did,
1: Did you really? Yeah, Did you thought it was Holy shit! Wow!
0: <laughs> I had until I saw it and like on Netflix when it said like the year under it. I was like, wait, what? This wasn't in the '90s.
2: Because
0: <laughs> it came out in two thousand something, right? What, what was two 2000- thousand?
2: Like two ten? Yeah, I thought it was
0: nine. Two thousand nine. Like, either of those year numbers, I would have been like, wait, what? No, everybody's, like, by the time it became aware of it in high school, it seemed like everybody knew what it was. Same way with Inception being, like, a 2000s movie. I just kind of assumed it was this same with, like, Men in Black and, like, the original Fast and the Furious of, like, oh, these are 90s movies.
1: No, it is kind of- well, it's kind of I can kind of see that because you really do think I think of the 90s like as that was the era of kind of the high concept movie, like doing well and carrying its own weight for the most part, Um, whether they were blockbusters or like, quote unquote, like indie or smaller movies. Um I actually think like the 90s was probably like the best decade of cinema for this country, other than like the 70s. Uh, I would stand by that. Poisonally. All right, nerd. Yeah, really, come on. Uh, oh,
0: do you know we're a bunch of jocks here? Yeah, this guy no, works out. Don't,
1: don't make fun of me. <laughs> don't beat me up with your big muscles. <laughs> Unless you're a girl, then you beat me up with all of the muscles. Then yeah, you is that it. your That's kink? Sexist, That's <laughs> not my. That is not my kink. No, I was just like sexist. It.
0: If you want to get your ass kicked, let anybody kick your ass.
1: Hypothetically, I, I think, uh, yeah, you know what? I mean. Don't be ob- ashamed, James.
2: Yeah. Embrace it. We don't <laughs> keep shame here. No,
1: I'm, not, I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed, but it's, it's you know, I'm just, I'm just saying. Hypothetically speaking, hypothetically, that's all I'll leave it on. Just hypothetically.
2: <laughs> <Right>?
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and it will be perfect because I think this would tie into the next
2: thing.
0: Oh, you mean like uh, uh how wait, I want to talk about I, Halo Infinite? I, oh. I wanted to
2: talk about something too.
0: Well, we can talk about your thing first if you want.
2: Mine mine mine'll be really quick. Um which you guys probably already know. I might have known, just it just never noticed. But uh I learned today uh that well, yeah. How do you spell judgment?
0: J U G E M E N T. All right, you're a British person. Okay.
2: You spelt it wrong in the American English.
0: Your American English is wrong.
2: No. James, how would you spell it in American English? I would, I, well, I usually spell it with an E. I'm assuming there's no E in this one. Yeah, J-U-D-G-M-E-N-T is the correct American English spelling of
0: judgment. Sorry that I want to be sophisticated.
2: Normally I'm a... (laughs)
1: Normally I'm a patriot, but that's pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> <opinion>. <laughs> like,
2: why? Why is there no e?
1: <laughs> I well, it's kind of like the question: like, why is it like gray versus gray?
2: You know what I mean? Still makes sense. Even those are those are one. like those are those are close. Are they? Like, yeah, it's a dumb and change. I, uh, wait, I, how do you spell it?
0: I don't know. I spell it, it with an e. I change it every time.
1: It's A for America, E and, for England.
2: Yeah, I still spell it with an E. You um, British fuck! I I spell color with with I the American way, just O R. But I can't spell armor O R. I have to spell armor O U R. Armor. Because armor a um just like the O R, it just looks
0: wrong to me. <laughs> More armor. Thank you.
1: Hold on, I want to see. Yeah, I'm the same way with endeavor. Like endeavor? I, I always spell endeavor like E N D E A V O U R, when in reality it's just supposed to be V O R at the end. But in like the U always seems like appropriate there. O U R is that the English
2: spelling? I have no clue. Devour French word. What's so- the difference? Uh, in no, you... Yeah, you is the UK spelling.
1: Alright. Endeavor is the one that always seemed more right to me. Interesting.
2: Like a, more so of a the prop. US spelling can only be used as a verb whereas the Endeavor with UK and in UK English it can be used as both a verb and a noun.
0: That explains why the U felt right because I've used it as a noun before.
2: How do you use it as a noun?
0: We're going to undertake an endeavor.
2: Mm-hmm. Fair endeavor English as a noun refers to the but you can't do that in American English
0: apparently not
1: no cuz i think like <clears throat> and like the way we spell it
2: would only make sense with like well i guess it would Yeah I, mean, I will still endeavor to help him is their example yeah. they're giving so that's how you use it in the in American English but British English you can say <laughs> Wait, so it's slight, wait, so in American English, Endeavor refers to the action of trying very hard to do something, and in British English, referring to the action of struggling to do something, or the effort someone puts into something as a noun. Engl- English we endeavor sucks. We've bombed the wrong island in World War <laughs> <laughs> II. <laughs> we, wow. We just
0: haven't gotten to World War Three yet, you mean.
2: Uh, well, it's, it's coming. Have you seen all the stuff with uh, Biden and Putin?
0: No, I'm good. I don't need to know. No. Let the bombs fall with me blissfully unaware. I'll be happier that way.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I'd prefer that they don't, but if they do... Do you know where
2: your nearest Fallout Shelter is? Yes. I'd rather. uh, I do. I know where four of them are in my city. Fuck.
0: I know where the one is in my city.
2: I know where yours is too, RJ. If
0: I'm making there, I don't know, but...
2: Yeah, we lived near the one in RJ City. Dude, Uh, we were... I parked my car next to the one in RJ City. Um, uh, yeah, we
1: could have ran there. We could have been the first one. We would have made the, it. Cover <laughs> for other people coming in the uh, the fallout shelter, which unethical maybe. Would currency matter in a nuclear uh, apocalypse? Don't know.
0: Bottle will, the- though.
2: Oh well, everyone <laughs> knows that. Yeah, this is true.
0: How's your bottle cap collection?
2: Don't tell him. That's a trap. <laughs>
0: You Don't give out that information. My little trap.
1: I won't tell you because I've heard it's a trap, so...
0: Oh, you're going to believe Calvin, a voice over the radio?
1: Not today, Satan.
0: <laughs> Good. You've passed right, the test. That was, now, that was if you want little... to ensure the safety of your wealth, please tell me how many bottle caps you have. <laughs> oh, in that
1: case. <laughs> in that case.
2: Uh, but yeah, no, the judgment thing was all I had to bring up. I just was kind of blown away by the fact that there's no E I,
1: yeah, I mean, like, it, it's one of those words where when I've spelled it before, I always have to think, like, is there an E in this word? Is this the right spelling? And I usually put the E in because I'm like, oh, whatever, that looks okay.
0: Yeah. Well, on to my thing Halo Infinite. Guess who's played Me. through, like, at least three mini bosses now? Uh, John. Me.
2: Because it well, currently says in Discord too. that John is playing Halo Infinite. Oh, damn.
0: It is different. I think I like it. Yeah? It's a little faster paced than preview.
2: Well, it's open world, so I guess it's... Isn't it just as fast to paced as you want it to be?
0: I mean when you're in combat.
2: Oh, okay. Fair enough.
0: Yeah, sorry. I should have clarified. Yeah, like, I'll... It's as, fa- as fast paced as you want to be in terms of, like, missions and stuff, and I'm trying... I figure I'll, like, blaze through just to get the story on the first run through, and then the mm-hmm. next one I'll worry about, like doing everything. Um, but I find frequently that like I will run in kind of expecting kind of slower combat that I'm used to with the old Halos and then all of a sudden there's like 50 enemies and they're all around me and my shields are not as strong as I think they are and I'm running away.
1: <laughs> I'm definitely just going to watch all the cutscenes like a movie and then I'll play it when I have the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited.
2: Yeah, I, I just can't get over, honestly. I found this out today, but like the fact that and it makes sense because it is open world format and I just never gave it a thought because it's Halo and the idea was crazy to me. The the but the fact that you can't replay missions. Yeah. Is is just is so you can't like choose which mission you want to play after you beat the game. You'd have to start a whole new playthrough. And just do the missions again in the specific in the, in that order or whatnot that you can encounter them in the open world setting. And I guess that makes sense because that's how other open world games work: is you don't really have a mission select screen. Yeah. You just start a new playthrough. But I don't know. It's, it? It just kind of feels somewhat wrong to me as a Halo game not being able to jump into whatever mission you want to play.
0: I, based on what I've played through so far, in like the first couple areas. It doesn't seem like there's the the level design would work towards that, anyways.
2: Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, like I said, it makes sense for how they built the, this game. Yeah. I'm just not used to the fact that this game is such a massive departure from traditional Halo.
0: It is kind of neat though, because they do have an in-game like for if, as you complete missions and stuff, you'll earn Valor. I think it's called, spelled with a U uh, O. Oh oh valor or um but that will let you like if you go back to the bases you've conquered you can like unlock vehicles and guns and stuff to use or recruit marines to just like join up with you and you can just make a squad of marines to run into battle with you so you can have as much or as little fire support as you want
2: yeah it's just different i'll also get used to it i'll probably eventually buy it
0: I did read an interesting article, though, that somebody pointed out, like, they probably should have released multiplayer and campaign together, because in multiplayer for the last, like, month, people have been like, what's the point of this gun? It's not that effective in the game. I don't need that. Why would I ever use it? And now that we're in, we have the campaign, it's like, oh, that's a really great shield popper that we would never use in multiplayer, but it's great for this one enemy.
2: Yeah, that's fair because there are a lot of games or there are a lot of guns like that in prior Halo games too, where it's like I would never use them in multiplayer. You'd pretty much just stick to your battle rifle and assault rifle stuff. But in campaign, it's just like, oh, I, I really like this like random gun. It helps me in this specific scenario. <laughs> well
0: like with the new bow pup shotgun, those are used a lot by enemies to just like kind of wear at your shields and like keep you from just yeah, just like put pressure on you, which is yeah. great for enemies. It's not so great when you're trying to play multiplayer. Yeah. But yeah, I'm enjoying it, and I'm probably going to play after you stop recording. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Alright, our next segment, how to be a better buddy, where we give some real and some humorous advice. Our first question, how true do you find the phrase, men love the chase, when it comes to pursuing women?
2: Uh, I mean, I feel like that's just a broad generalization.
0: I yeah, would agree kind with, of bullshit.
2: I would agree if, with that statement if uh,
1: pursuing women is a noun. In that Us? case, yes. Think about it real hard.
0: Uh, are you saying uh, you would agree with that if, the, if you don't care about the catch? You. It's just the flirting? No. I don't get it, man.
2: I think he's saying that the women are pursuing you? Correct. <laughs>
0: okay. Ding, ding. <laughs>
2: I had to re- I, had, I had to change the intonation of how I was like reading that in my F- head.
0: Okay, y- okay, James, you're bad at explaining. <laughs> Continue.
2: Like when it comes to pursu- pursuing women, or when it comes to pursuing women, I no, it still doesn't work. I yeah, when uh, it comes to women, I don't know. Pursuing- that took me too long. <laughs> women who are pursuing you or pursuing women?
0: Uh, <laughs> just mix it all into one bundle and call it Planet Earth.
2: <laughs> uh, no, I would I would definitely
1: say. Um, it's contextual for sure i think it really depends like on um not only the person in terms of like the guy uh obviously but also like i don't know
0: i think um i think a key distinction is a chase is one thing but if you're making me go on a fucking marathon that's no just no yeah
1: i, I can't fucking do everything
0: <laughs>
2: yeah i don't have the time or patience for that
1: dude i just don't i don't have the I don't have the stamina or the energy. I get tired real easy. Well you're like, a nerd,
0: unlike myself and Calvin, who are total jocks.
1: I wow. know. Please don't make fun of me.
0: <laughs> do my math homework, nerd.
1: Uh, dude, that is the last homework <laughs> course you would want me to do. <laughs> but if you want me to.
0: That explains sure. my grades. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> um yeah, no, I would I would definitely say uh obviously basic cop out obviously it totally it totally depends um i think sometimes i think it i think it depends on the reciprocity like you guys are saying that you get from like the girl because if you have to do everything like it's just it's not fun it's like i feel like a fucking valet dude this sucks
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I feel like
2: there can be some playful like stuff in there back and forth, but it's just like I feel like at the end of the day, if you're actually having to chase someone, not in like the literal sense, because then if you're in the, if you're chasing someone in the literal sense, yeah, uh, that's how you, you get arrested. Goofed.
0: Go back <laughs> to the <laughs> board.
2: You're doing it wrong. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like that metaphorical metaphorical chase. If it's actually becoming like a chase, it's just like okay, well, this like what what's the point? Yeah.
0: If if you're really being if you're having to chase that much at that point does she want you to chase? No.
2: Yeah. And that's not to say that it shouldn't there you shouldn't put in effort. Like there should be an effort made, but there should be effort made on both sides and it shouldn't necessarily be that your effort is made to, while the other person's effort is made at getting away. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: Agreed. Hard agree.
0: Our next set question is another question about truth justice in the american way uh how true is the phrase you're only as good as the company you keep
2: uh hopefully not true because otherwise uh i'm in trouble (laughs) i mean what did i say out loud (laughs) uh
0: well you're alone in your apartment
2: so shots fired i was gonna say oh
1: (laughs) james you're not one to talk I know, dude, but I'm not the one who said that shit.
0: <laughs> Fair point.
1: Um, I would say, like, um, obviously, your friends or the company you keep, your environment will influence you. But I think uh, if you are only as good as the company you keep, you must not be a very good company.
0: That sounds like a cop out. <laughs>
1: Hang on. I'm just saying, you got it. You got to have your own. Uh, Dude, you can't, uh, you can't show up to the party and just expect, like, uh, you gotta bring something to the table.
0: Okay, yeah, but, like, if you're a really good person who hangs out with a bunch of shitty people, are people gonna think you're shitty? Probably. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but why would you, if you're such a good person, why are you hanging out with such shitty people?
0: I don't know, we let you hang out with us.
1: Hey, wait a minute, hey,
0: wait a minute. Wait, RJ,
2: isn't that saying he's the nice person, though, in this Uh, I was waiting for that one to drop. (laughs) I think that that (laughs) backfired.
0: Wait a minute. I saw that one before you did, and I couldn't do anything about it.
1: (laughs) My heart is warm, but that might just be the disease. Um, What did you say? I said said my heart is warm, but that might just be the disease. That was very heartwarming, uh, RJ. Um
0: and you can't even attribute it maybe James isn't the nice one here
1: i am not like
0: any of us are the nice one here fair
2: do you
1: do you want to be the no everyone dude the, yeah out of yeah we're, <laughs> yeah we're just, good we're, yeah <laughs> i would say i would say uh, i would venture at the very least we're good people i don't know if i uh, be able to holistically say any of us are are uh nice in the general i don't
2: think i don't think being, you have to be a good person to be, or you have to be a nice person to be a good person.
1: That's what I'm saying. I agree.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think the phrase is pretty true, honestly. Like, it's on you. People are going to judge you based on who you're hanging out with. So if you hang out with a bunch of like, good people, nice people, mm. kind people, people who do the right thing, even if you're not the best person, other people are going to be like, "No, oh, no, no, you're not that bad. You're, you're all right. I agree yeah 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 uh, next question men with heavy facial hair how do you clean the skin underneath the beards slash heavily wooded areas Calvin update what uh, update us on your facial hair
2: it exists
0: uh, are you having <laughs> trouble cleaning the skin underneath <laughs> the beard
2: no I just pull it off and then clean it and put it back
0: good choice you've learned that's how you do it uh James this is something you'll learn if you ever decide to become a man um wow
1: <laughs> wow these, New RJ. Please.
0: <laughs> James I, I want you to know I love you um when
2: will I... <laughs> I don't know any anymore about that anyway
0: uh but yeah anyone anyone with facial hair can just you twist the knob on the side and pop it off and you can wash underneath and you put it back on
1: Oh, it's like a Lego figure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: A lot like a Lego that's, figure.
1: That's pretty cool. What do you think they modeled them after? <laughs> I forgot. Beards were actually invented by Lego. I forgot this.
0: Uh, the the great Danish uh, Sven Beardsen uh, originally created the Lego minifigure beard.
1: <laughs> the Scandinavians most creative names, don't they?
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it was modeled off his own father.
1: <laughs> his father was a beard?
0: Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: You know, he was Beard Beardson. Beard Beardson. Beard Beardson
0: with a magnificent beard that was detachable. And when his son joined Lego, he said, ah, Lego, you're struggling to create more minifigures for your adult uh, purchasers. Well, look at this beard I've made for your minifigures based on my own father, Beard Beardson. And they said, well, take it. You're fired because we don't want to pay you for it.
1: (laughs) And he was like, damn.
0: And then he went on to become an evil genius iron beard
1: dude this is a whole saga this yeah, is so- really. well
0: it's it's norse it's scandinavian <laughs> like they only tell sagas it's very sprawling <laughs> i'm gonna do the condensed version after sitting through a 50 minute and 45 second like song about it
1: it's the only way they know how to live fair enough
0: for real though if you have so much facial hair that you can't run water through it that's a problem with you not the water
2: I feel like this is a this is a question coming from someone who doesn't have facial hair and they think it's a harder situation to deal with than it truly is. It's not and like just it's made of like sh-
0: plastic; like yeah, the water like flows sh- through it.
2: I would yeah. I would pose the question of how do you clean your head? Yeah, because <laughs> my beard is uh, is getting thicker, but it's still not as thick as my the hair on my head, and I clean that. So, I'm supposed to clean that thing? Yeah, occasionally. Every not now and you,
0: then. James. Everyone but you. Uh,
2: God, all right. I oil oil my beard. It makes it nice and soft and smells good. At what length do you start to oil your beard? Uh, My beard's still pretty short, but you can just start. I was doing a bunch of reading. You can honestly start oiling it right away. It just has, like, there's just less of a point when it's shorter. But even still, it will help with the um, early beard itch. Um, so it is. It can be beneficial to oil your beard rather early on because it'll help with that itch, and it just softens out the beard, and it's nice. Doesn't nice. prick as much. I got like I used to get like beard slivers. It's like a thing. Yeah, it Good. sucks. My beard can be very sharp and pointy, but now it's nice and smooth and soft. <laughs>
0: All right, nice beard. Hell, hell yeah. Our next question. What will cause fundamental changes in the earth in 2050? I think the uh when Amazon renames Mars to Amazon Mars. I think it's going to be a pretty fundamental change.
1: I can't wait for corporate planets. I think that's going to be great. If
0: yeah. You don't pay your subscription fees to live on the planet. You get jettisoned to the space station where I'm waiting
2: for them to turn the moon into a giant billboard.
0: I don't think they'll not... turn the moon into a billboard. I think they'll set up a uh, station on the moon to project billboards into the sky.
1: Agreed. Oh, that's that's probably what they would do. Fun yeah. is um. Well, I hear a lot of people talking about that metaverse. Oh maybe God! That... Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: maybe that something.
0: There's gonna be one world conglomerate. There's gonna be one oh, world t- conglomerate called the Meta Megacorp. It's just gonna oh. be the Meta, and it'll be a con- an integration of materialism and IPs. Because every IP will somehow be interwoven into one giant mega multiverse.
1: Wow! I literally couldn't think of a better future.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and
0: Mount Rushmore will be the base of operations for the last American resistance fighters.
1: Okay, that's uh, that's a Was little
2: bit is Team America.
0: No, Team <laughs> America won. Oh
2: no! Don't say no, that. Oh no! We are in the darkest timeline. <laughs>
1: No, I I do I don't know. I mean, hopefully we we figure out some of our shit out by 2050. It seems like people nah, are good one. Yeah,
0: we will.
1: I know. seems like people are trying to do their their best given the circumstances. Not but all that's the
0: problem.
1: That their so best was new
0: circumstances. We just go to Amazon and buy no, we new, get new people. Away.
1: We can't get new people. We got to we got to wait for those people to grow up.
0: No, nah, I say wait? we just get new people. <laughs> what if we take SpaceX and we stick them on the space shuttle and send them at near light so that they grow up really quick and then they come back?
2: Uh, No, we would backwards? grow up really quick. Yeah, they, they would... We leave all they, the children would, here. The <laughs> time would slow down for them.
0: We leave the children here and we get on the spaceships <laughs> and they fix everything and we come back and they already fixed it. That would work.
1: Yeah, you're right. I'm sure children... Yeah. This plan is flawless. Drive buses and schools and um, do all that stuff. I have faith in the children.
0: (laughs) Do you have trust in Pixie Dust?
1: Do I? I don't know. Isn't that what they do in American Psycho in those stalls?
0: It's also what Tinkerbell (laughs) did, but sure. (laughs) Could you quiet down? I'm trying to do drugs. (laughs)
2: Or, no, is it? Wait, what does he say? Is it like that? It's like something like that. I'm like, when you try it out, I'm trying to do cocaine. It's, it's like something like that. Dude, we got to bring those back. We got to go to Dorsia.
1: We do wow. have to go to Dorsia. We just have to get a reservation.
2: We got to get, I, listen, I can get a reservation at Dorsia. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Your I'm
0: cool
2: Paul? too. <laughs> I'm Paul Allen. <laughs> <laughs> is try. this Dorsia? Yes, they're remodeled. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's right. He's taking close of eating on the date. She's just fucking like...
2: <laughs> like She's on like every pill. Yeah, he's... She's <laughs> <laughs> like falling
1: asleep in her pasta. Yeah. Damn. So I've lost control maybe, of
0: the podcast.
1: Maybe Did that, you ever really have it? Is that it's the ideal It's kind of like future? a
0: mechanical bull. You hold on tight and hope for the best.
1: That's the ideal future, I think, is that we all just really just become self-aware American psycho characters. I'm okay with this.
0: I don't know if I'm okay with that because I haven't seen American Psycho. Listen, he brutally
2: murders people and quite possibly eats them. Uh, But then a mysterious lady just shows up and makes it all better. Yeah, and also he's hot and also the other people are
1: hot and they all live in a cool place in New York. Don't you want to live like that? And he's the
2: vice president and he's got a sweet business card. Yeah. Look at that (laughs) off-white, subtle off-white color. (laughs) (laughs) It's got a watermark.
1: <laughs> RJ, does this not sound like a future you would want?
0: Um, no.
1: Don't answer that. Anyway. I did anyway,
0: <laughs> so fight me. Uh, you know the, the have Rebels you ever heard Huey Rushmore?
2: Lewis in the news? <laughs> <laughs> what is those Gladiator be movies?
1: <laughs> oh, God, yeah.
0: You do like Gladiator movies. Do- Which ones? Gladiator? <laughs>
1: What? Dude. Oh <laughs> you ever you know like gladiator movies, Jimmy? Oh yeah. You ever been to a Turkish bath? <laughs> <laughs> ever seen a grown man naked?
0: <laughs> airplane, everybody. Airplane.
1: Airplane. That's the future we should all strive for.
0: We should no, strive for the future of airplane and make a third what? movie. Airplane what? three. And it's just the movie redone completely word for word, shot for shot, with no name actors. <laughs> oh, that'd actually be kind of fun.
2: The oh. sad thing is people would, there would, there'd be a lot of people that that would be their first introduction to Airplane, and I think that'd be kind of a misjustice. Like, <laughs> to be
0: fair, there's an Airplane sequel that's the exact same, everything as Airplane, but it's in space.
2: Oh, I've not seen this and I need to see this.
0: I've seen it. It's bad.
2: Yeah, it sounds bad.
0: It's so bad. It's <laughs> literally the same plot.
2: Oh. Aw. Aw.
0: Our next question How would you do if you lived in the old west With the further details I think I'd do great I'd be a bounty hunter Like fucking Boba Fett Or Clint Eastwood from them westerns I watch a lot of fucking westerns And I'm pretty fucking tough and shit So I think I'd do well
2: Alright that's the first guy to die Yeah yeah. Glad um, we're on the same also, page about that
0: one Also
2: bounty hunters didn't really exist like that In the old west He'd be like a marshal maybe yeah but it still wasn't like it is in movies (laughs) yeah it was really gross Are you telling
0: me in the remake of the magnificent seven i can't be um is it denzel washington yeah yeah i can't be Mm -hmm. his character like former union soldier now i just like I i work for the work for the federal government bringing in outlaws and getting money for it
2: i mean you could try yeah, you can, can do that. Do you, do you know how hard it is to find people sometimes nowadays in like a shopping mall? Imagine doing <laughs> that without a phone to call them.
0: One moment. I have to answer my door.
2: And you don't even know where the shopping mall is.
1: <laughs> I have an idea as to what department they're in now.
2: If I only knew what a mall was, <laughs> <laughs> or if they were in the same state. Or if this was even actually a state, or am I in a territory now? If is I, Or is this Mexico? If only
1: I knew how to dial a phone.
2: <laughs> if only you knew what a phone was.
1: <laughs> Cal, how do you think you'd do in the Old West?
2: Uh, I would die, uh, but... Yeah. I would would like, I would, I would try and I would want to be a mountain man. I would try and find like a Jeremiah Johnson to take me under his wing and like try and cause that's, that'd be the life that I'd want to live. The fact that, see the, honestly, the most appealing thing to me about the old West is the fact that it, people didn't have like, basically people didn't really have property rights. So you could (laughs) just kind of wander. That honestly sounds the coolest. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I totally agree. I like the idea of like the solitude the most. I think it'd be fun to be like uh,
0: bartender. I'd be a bartender at a saloon. Oh,
1: yep. at a saloon. I could see that. I could totally see that. I would. Especially it'd be if fun it was, to like, run...
0: me shoved back into the old west right now. Yeah,
1: I would do like a general store, maybe like I, but like or like a trading post. I think it'd be fun to run like a trading post. Granted, you could get robbed real easy, but still.
0: I don't know that you know enough about trade.
1: <laughs> I think I would know enough wow. about negotiation. I could run a haberdashery or a trading post.
0: You understand haberdashery was more like a tailor, right?
1: Yeah. I thought haberdashery was just like a general store.
0: Nah, it's a ha- it's clothing. Specifically hats. I didn't Ooh. think that
2: was actually true that it was specifically hats.
0: Uh, it used to be, but it got
2: more I don't even know how to spell it. There it is. Haberdashery. It's just men's clothing and accessories. Fun.
0: How current is that definition?
2: Uh, Wikipedia. Let's see. Origin and use appears in Chaucer's Canterbury Tales as meaning it is derived from Anglo-French word meaning small wares. Mm. Um, it would retail a uh, haberdasher would retail small wares, the goods of a ped, of the peddler, while a mercer would specialize in linen silks. Uh, Fusti Fustian. faustian Uh, nice F U. Uh, it's a heavy cloth woven from cotton. Huh. Um, and bedding. So yeah, a haberdasher is a person who sells small articles for sewing, dressmaking, knitting, such as buttons, ribbons, and zips. In England and in the U.S., it returns. It refers to a retailer who sells men's clothing, including suits, shirts, and neckties.
0: There you go. I've been proven wrong. Nowhere
2: around here does it actually. Like, I hear that too. Like, everyone always says Haberdasher is a hat. Maybe it's the clothing accessories that just got associated with hats. Probably. The more you know. The The more more you know.
0: know. And now that we've all learned our lesson today, we have one question left, fellas. Yeah. And it's one that I think tells us a lot about who a man is. What power tool do you enjoy using the most? Mm Mmm. My answer is drill, hand drill, because you go, and then you start. Hand screwdriver will do that too, but the drill's just a little more fun.
2: Yeah, it's like tongs, you have to click them twice before you can go.
0: And then you drill. Gotta make sure it works.
2: You never know, you always gotta check.
0: Well, if the battery's dead.
2: uh, Does a power washer
1: count? I'd say yes.
0: I'd count a power washer.
1: I would say power washer then.
0: Why are you so meek about power washing?
2: I I didn't know if it was like. Uh, yeah, I was gonna. It, I was also gonna ask why you suddenly got so quiet. <laughs> I didn't know why I got quiet either. I, I was. James, I was, are you I was afraid thinking, of power tools? This is a very solemn question, everybody. This is a safe is space,
0: a, James. You can you can admit if you're afraid of power tools.
2: Well, apparent the
1: way RJ framed it, it sounds like power tools are like the zodiac for men. So I got to be real careful. Are. I would, I would still say... Because, honestly, my go-to... This is not a power tool, but my go-to would just be a Bobcat because those things are really fun to drive. But that is... That's a heavy machinery. I know. If I can like drive
0: he- it in Halo Reach, it's a vehicle.
1: <laughs> I like heavy machinery. But if I can't pick heavy machinery, then I will go with the power washer.
0: Nice.
2: Nice. Calvin? Uh, well, the one that... I've never used, but looks like it would be the most fun is a power hammer.
0: Ooh, what's that?
2: It's used in blacksmithing, but it, it just looks like fun. Uh, I've never used one, though. Uh, But of power, like of tools that I've actually, and honestly, power hammer might be considered heavy machinery because it's pretty massive. Um, we should, yeah. But of tools that I've used, drill is a good one. Um, probably a nail gun oh that is a nail good gun. answer. nail guns are fun you just go like tch-tchunk. and then you if you like have it all set up properly you can just go like tch-tchunk, 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 and then the board is stuck and it's awesome
0: and that's when you realize your foot was in the way because it's a cartoon
1: <laughs> yep hell
2: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> but now power na- um, that's, a good, that's a good one is a power hammer just like a robot arm with a hammer on it
2: uh, it's basically just a piston that does the hammering for you, and it just goes like to 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 and you, I believe you control it with your foot, like, um, and it's like, a, it's just like a giant, it's so that you can hit a piece of metal, um, a little bit harder than necessarily you could, and then also, uh, you save energy, and, like, it's easier on you, because if you're doing just, like, brute force hammering, like... Now with modern machinery, there's not much of a reason to have to do all of that by hands. So there's, yeah, just a power hammer. It's just basically a hammer that just goes down and
0: just goes like, It does sound pretty cool. I thought it was going to be disappointed, but the more you described it, the more I was impressed.
2: It looks like fun. And then you have, like a whole, you have like a glowing piece of metal on tongs that you're just shaping with this power hammer that you're controlling with your foot. That's pretty cool. Right? I I wanna I wanna try one. I've been thinking about taking a blacksmithing class. You should. It's expensive, but it looks like fun. But like it would be cool. Like a sword. Uh, I think I'd need to progress a little bit before I could get there.
1: Well never say never. Shield is just a (laughs) big round
0: piece of metal. Yeah, bolt some other metal to it. Boom, shield. Well, with that, I think that's it for this week, fellas.
2: Yeah. Are you sure about that?
0: I don't know. You gonna interrupt me? I guess not.
2: No, probably not. Fuck.
0: Damn it. All right. I was about to thank you for showing up this week, James, but I changed my mind. (laughs) Wow. I'm gonna thank Calvin though. Thank you, Calvin.
2: Uh, Was I supposed to answer that?
0: No, (laughs) I guess not. (laughs) Don't worry, the silence will get cut out. Uh, thank you to the band Problem of Interest for letting us use the song Living in the Moment off the album Cross Off Yesterday. You can find them on iTunes or Spotify. Thank you, James, for showing up this week. You can find us on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you can also find us on social media. Facebook, Better Buddies, where we post our icebreakers, Meme Mondays, and the episode links when I remember to, to do it after more than two days. Uh, on Twitter, at Better Budcast, use the hashtag Better Buddies when you tweet about the show. Or our Gmail account, betterbuddiescast at gmail.com. You can send us fan art, hate art, fan mail, hate mail, declarations of love and or war, icebreakers you want us to answer, or questions you need advice on. And last but not least, be a better buddy.
1: Once once you start to see results, it's like it's all worth it, and then it just motivates itself.
2: Right. So nobody, oh sorry, one last thing. Nobody else in my building has a set schedule that they hold to. Apparently, because last week I started this last week Wednesday, and um last week Wednesday Thursday there was nobody in the in the I mean, in my apartment's gym at um five in the morning. Friday, one guy showed up. Uh Monday a different person showed up and then Tuesday a different person showed up. Nice. So it's been I've I've encountered three different people on three different days. So we'll have to see if some the same guy shows up Friday and if they like have like a weird one a week kind of schedule, but like nobody else has like got a consistent schedule, apparently. That's nice. <laughs> That's funny. Just casually stalking my neighbors.
1: <laughs> no, you're just seeing them in passing and you're writing down their phone number you're taking
0: example. (laughs) You know which apartment they live in and their daily schedule and when they feed their cat.
1: Yeah, there's nothing creepy about that. That's normal. We all do that, right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't? Do you not? I do.
0: good. You're a man of sophistication as well. A man of quality.